when did the conflict yeah. with israel start like how did israel become a problem so jesus christ oh. there was this just step by step there was this one guy who got blown up that was so who blew him up was it was it a lebanese guy from a different sect or was it israel was which country like or nobody knows nobody knows oh so 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 yeah there was there was a, a, a international uh, tribunal in in the Hague uh, set up and they eventually uh, uh, convicted the a couple of guys from Hezbollah of uh, of doing it Oh damn and and this and, prime uh, minister he was yeah. he was Shia who got blown up He was Sunni, Sunni. Sunni. yeah Sunni. Okay. Hariri He was uh, very close with the with the Saudis Okay now that's why Saudi He was basically that's another point of conflict between Saudi and Iran now because the Saudis feel that oh they blew up one of his guys basically Yeah you could say Lebanon's always been because because of the absence of a government again we've always been so open to outside interferences and and we've always yeah. been like a proxy place to send messages so this kind of things always happen when i was in school back in uh, before before this guy before Hariri was uh, was uh, assassinated Uh, there was a, a series of um, I don't know how many it was maybe uh, yeah definitely more than 10 or 20 assassinations and explosions yeah. and, uh, and political oh, assassinations wow. happening in the country yeah. it was a very turbulent time and uh, and and at the end of uh, at the end of it all when when uh, when the prime minister got assassinated it culminated in a, a huge uprising uprisal um, people took to the streets and they wanted the Syrians to get out of Lib- Lebanon because the Syrians were basically uh, militarily in Lebanon to uh, uh, keep the peace after the civil war and they just wouldn't leave afterwards who started the civil war what started the civil war who or like what like what event started the civil war all right so y- you <laughs> you're insisting on going into the into the Israel <laughs> like i want to know what like Like, there's got to be something, man. It's not like all of you woke up one day. Oh, there's no Zatar. Let's kill each other. No, that's not how it happened. Like, it's got to no, be something. No, but when we when we were born, it was already over. So we, we yeah. yeah. We know from the stories and lived. Right. yeah, and we didn't learn I that think, at school. Uh, again. I I would. This is again from what I have read. Obviously, I probably I, I might be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it's a culmination of things. I mean, post World War Two, obviously, like. it's been repeatedly mentioned in the podcast now itself how the sectarian bias has pushed people away from a lebanese identity there is no one common identity called lebanese which never existed i think and that itself is a cause for any sort of civil war and yeah. i suppose the specific events are uh, probably how uh, is is it called plo the army from uh, syria which uh, they no, found no. PLO is the Palestinian Libera- Liberation Organization. The Palestinian Yeah, sorry, uh, the, the yeah. PLO uh, from Palestine which found a base in in Lebanon and all the re- refugees which uh, moved from Palestine when Israel was becoming dominant which sh- sort of shifted the bias or or the population bias I would say on which your uh, confessionalism is built so the structural integrity when israel was being aggressive yeah aggressive yeah and then that pushed many uh, palestine palestinians from their country to uh, lebanon is that correct and yeah. now yeah. this this shifted the population bias now this means there is more muslims and like like how we talked about the census and how the parliament needs to be re- represented by people all these culminated in the economic crisis around that time i think i suppose Lebanon borrowed so much money from 
from from the world organization including the us uh, so that they can build their economy and uh, they couldn't pay it back uh, and that's where you had the crisis and then one thing led to another and assassination after assassination happened and eventually people took arms and started firing each other rising around that point is that is that a reasonable summation of what happened there's a lot of layers very, uh, also involved let's say very informed like there's also like uh, the detail that the the Palestinians that came into Lebanon they also came uh, with weapons so they also uh, were ready to fight so that also kind of triggered a bit a bit of that flame but there's of... a nuance here because if you say it like this it sounds like they came ready to fight the Lebanese which is not yeah, true yeah no no uh, they the the point was uh, the 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 entire point of discussion in in between Lebanese people was if we should allow uh, Palestinians to uh, uh, continue their armed struggle against Israel from Lebanon or exactly, not yeah. and that's when things started getting a sectarian tint uh because the christians they uh, immediately got spooked by yeah. uh, muslims they, with weapons they saw them as as, as a threat, threat to yeah. the demographics and to the uh, military and the muslims balance saw them as the ally yeah and and the muslims saw them as because the, the muslims was, were also probably very oppressed back then uh, and uh yeah the, we know because of the atrocities we also saw during the civil war that there was so much hate the, a minority couldn't possibly live happily uh, and then just uh, a few years later uh, you have a you have a civil war at hand so uh, there was probably tension a lot beforehand and this just came as like oil on the fire yeah and uh, yeah that's what started things so uh, uh, the government wanted to set to to put the army in uh, to stop Palestinians from flowing in with the, and and do the proper checks and then uh, there was the uh, the famous uh, oh but the army might split if they have to uh, fire against their brother muslims and then uh, yeah the army was uh, basically split was just this this word what because then you have like yeah yeah so that's that's how it goes you start like breaking apart the, all the the tools that the that the government has to to face yeah to face a crisis so again what do you lean back on that's a question again i think let's say if there are a common man in um Lebanon right regardless of the religion or the sect they have a problem where would they go to can they go to the police or the court or what do they rely on you need on? to be well connected you need to be basically well connected otherwise yeah. you can't get shit done oh shit like even if uh, your car got stolen or whatever if you talk to the police they don't do their job you have to know someone who can help ah. you and uh, so cor- you can actually corruption, get it back corruption you know, is the right person huge. so are you either it's either money or network one of these two that's going to help you yeah okay so that's like having yeah. a government inside government isn't it like they must be running their own private government that's the thing every political party is running their own system and uh, obviously the most successful one is hezbollah I because see. they they have their own they even have their own military wing which uh, yeah. all the other political parties have but uh, not not as uh, extended as as hezbollah and i not and as... i was talking to elias about it apparently the hezbollah's military force is bigger than the Lebanese army. They have they have definitely more advanced uh and True. modern equipment. And more food on the because the Lebanese army is more boots on the ground as well, right? It's never funded properly. And they've got more boots on the ground as well. What's They they're like bigger than the Lebanese uh, army apparently. They have they have about 10,000 armed and uh, and ready fighters. 
So where do they get their weapons from? The Hezbollah, Iran. Oh, I see. They're, they and and by their own uh, admission, that's nothing that I'm. So it's uh, not secretive. It's not them. secretive. Uh, nothing. It's just not at all. Not at all. No, no. Nasrallah says it in in his speeches. It's nothing secret, and that's the point. Because the the, the, the gov- if the government wanted to fund the Lebanese army, their hands are tied because they're they're tied to their political uh, or to, they can only like uh, no Western government would allow a powerful army next to Israel. I'm going to put it this way. So the Lebanese army is basically vetoed from getting funded, or at least the people in the country don't have the balls to go to the people who actually can fund it. They don't, go, they, they, they don't dare to go, for example, to India, to Russia, uh, to other manufacturers than, than the US and, and Europe and say, hey, we need a proper army to protect ourselves. We don't want to be the aggressors uh, anywhere. But yeah, we but don't want to I guess be, that uh, would create a second civil war. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, even at least for your uh, for your borders, I mean. So uh, in the absence of that, uh, uh, parties that have the, the free hand to operate, they would just go and, and do it themselves. Say, if, if the Hezbollah is to have it their way, which would mean it would be an Islamic state of Lebanon after that, is that correct? That's, the, that's their, uh, their outs- outspoken ideology. And is there a, is there a counterweight to that? Is there a... Uh, Christian groups say, uh, or which a, would or want a Sunni side, or a Sunni government. side. All of them, basically, basically all of them want power to themselves. So they're all like different sides of the same coin, right? But uh, there's there are very few actually. Uh, yeah, some of basically the minorities uh, which uh, advocate for a secular government, and they they're getting more and more support among the younger generation, yeah. but uh, they're getting also fought against very very hard and. The, the, their supporters are also immigrating from the country at a very fast pace. So within the religions and the sects, so now let's say Hezbollah is, is a Shia group. So, so the Shias and the Sunnis have their sectarian conflict, which is fueled by Saudi and Iran. Both of them together have a conflict with the Christians in Lebanon. And all of you together dislike the Jews from Israel. Is this a good understanding? And, and the Christians with each other. You, you also miss the Christians with each other. Yeah, yeah. And there's also an underlying tension what is that? between what is the, the two what is that? main can Shia you, parties. No, can you explain the Christians with each other part? I, I don't know. Like, So that was, that was what the civil war was about. So that's how we talked about how the civil war basically uh, started. Uh, it's, uh, and, and what it basically turned to is that the Christians w- went into armed resistance. So they tried to arm themselves from the West. Uh, against the Palestinian and, and leftist and, and communist uh, uh, push. Um, and they started, uh, it started off as being like Christians against Muslims. And then uh, at some point, the Christians had the upper hand because they were also the majority and they controlled a, a huge chunk of the country. And they started fighting with each other because of who's going to eventually rule. So what I was the, what were the sects? Uh, what, the, was it a sectarian conflict among the Christians or, or was it just like general power? No, power no, 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 no. Power struggle. Yeah. And that's when it turned very nasty, actually. That's when it took a very nasty turn. Just to understand, there is Maronite Christians in Lebanon, as well as the Eastern Orthodox, isn't it? There's also Catholics, and there's also uh, uh, sects from the Armenian church. Whoa. Uh, And uh, there are actually about maybe 18 different sects and religions. uh, Yeah. That are recognized by officially by by Lebanon in, in Lebanon. 
sorry pardon my uh, ignorance um where does the maronite christians allegiance lay uh they make uh, officially part of the catholic church they follow the pope and, okay uh, yeah so yeah. it's like um yeah no you, you could say um uh, eastern uh, uh traditions but uh, but western uh, ideo- uh, theology Oh, so yeah. all of the sects disliking the Jews also is like a very historical context, or is it just like the modern uh, creation of Israel that that starts the dislike? I mean, because it's also because Israel was aggressive, in in you know, once it once it did form um, yeah. its state. I know I know that there used to be a lot of Jews in Lebanon, but I think you you would know a lot more about that. Uh, uh, yeah, where where uh, where I grew up. Uh, it was uh, uh, like Brumana. It's called. Uh, it's called. Sorry. This is where Maronites and uh, Orthodox. Uh, he's asking what it's called. So, Brumana. Okay. Uh, he's gonna type in. Yeah. Okay. No. Just, uh, yeah. Type you can also. <laughs> yeah. So um, there was Druze and uh, and two like uh, Christian sects in the same town, and uh, it was actually there was never uh, like a problem. Um, they they actually said that th- they had like a saying uh, that the country that sorry the um, the family who uh, how do you say it what do you want to say the the family that uh, like dies out, dies out okay uh, would uh, the other family would inherit it so from the Jews and the Christians so it was actually a very friendly uh, uh, um, yeah coexistence. Oh, wow, that's beautiful, man. It, it does it still still look like this though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is really nice. Dude, dude, I look at I look at the I look at these photos. I look at these photos. I don't see a a country that's in civil war or I don't see a country that's that's failing yeah, in any no, any sense of the word. Uh, even Shame, like right? Yeah. Yeah, even during the war of 2006 in the south, right. uh, like people in the north never felt anything. Like uh, I was just living in this beautiful street and uh, just like not, not caring about anything happening in the world because I was also too young to understand what's going on. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Tourism was popular uh, as well, wasn't it? Like really popular. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I want to come to that now. When everything's failing, how is the money coming in? Like, what are the sources? Like, how are your schools, hospitals, everything running? <laughs> <laughs> from ing- immigrants. Yeah. Uh, for for uh, the audience who don't have video, that. when I asked, how's the money coming in? They just raised their hands because <laughs> they're the ones sending it in. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, so more more Lebanese immigrants are live outside Lebanon than in Lebanon, right? Um some yeah. 25 and yeah that was the lifeline uh, of the of the past crisis and most of yeah. them are like in brazil like south america where where do most of the lebanese immigrants go what's their preferred location oh. there have been different uh, pushes let's say yeah there have been different waves mm. of of immigration okay uh, the one to latin america uh, back when that was a very popular destination was uh, i think in the late 19 1890s um and that's what set up the the biggest uh, Lebanese community outside Lebanon which is i think uh, now even bigger than the population of Lebanon itself <laughs> and 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, a lot of them also lost contact with their with their roots. Uh, there are huge communities yeah. in the in the U.S. and Canada and Australia and and France. Uh, and Canada. Yeah. So, out of curiosity, right? Oh. When you guys meet as Lebanese people outside, is there like a sectarian undercurrent? No, right? Because you 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 guys chill as Lebanese. Like when you say the Lebanese community. Yeah, we don't. We don't uh, we don't feel that because we uh, we don't have that. Um, we don't think like that, yeah. but uh, and I, I think a lot of people who also immigrated they realized exactly. what uh, what the issues of the countries uh, of the country were, were, so they don't don't fall into these kinds of trap either. Yeah, yeah. May I ask you a, a question? Where does the youth stand in Lebanon? Do they associate themselves with the religious group, or do they see something like an independent Republic of Lebanon, which is which is possible? Uh, during the 2019 crisis when it started I think that's where uh, the youth were on the same page of we just want a normal country and uh, and uh, without crisis crises every few years uh, so that really grew to the to the point that um, there was a, a lot of people also in the elections that went with like um, uh, independent and not uh, uh, the traditional parties. Yeah, not yeah, not in the traditional parties. And uh, so there was, there was actually yeah, there was actually um, a very high possibility of them getting in the parliament. But they yeah, as Elias said, they were fought very hardly. And uh, uh, also like people who live abroad, um, <coughs> the youth in particular, they wanted like. Uh, uh, they wanted to vote for these people, but um, I think, like my theory is that the, the government in Lebanon also tried to stop that by saying that oh you you have to register somewhere before you you are allowed to vote online. So a lot of these votes also didn't come in. And the links didn't work. And uh, yeah, yeah, and there was also a lot of um, uh, questioning of the uh, traditional <laughs> political parties uh, actually. Basically, cheating in the election, yeah. getting changing. Uh, uh, how do you call it? Like uh, election boxes. The election boxes, yeah. switching them for for other ones. But yeah, uh, yeah and even there, you, you, it's very hard to get somewhere with the legal system. Yeah, but I think the youth is practically divided. Yeah, I would say the youth is definitely divided. Um, Some guys are really traditional and orthodox with their sects, let's say, and their political parties. While others were like uh, hoping for a change and hoping for uh, a non-sectarian, let's say, country. Yeah, but it was it, it went away. Yeah, maybe the extremes grew uh, like uh, they got more extreme on both sides. Exactly, yeah. and like every every time you go deep into the crisis, you are feeding this sectarian, uh, like the the thing that is dividing the people because now they rely more on their sects and more on their political party to help them financially and uh, uh, to get a job for their kid or whatever you know? to be well connected in a way yeah i see i see yeah and um oh one, one more thing is that uh, also the trend is becoming that uh, the people who are not well connected and cannot cannot make it on their own in that country which you uh, almost uh, can't uh, they end up packing up and leaving because they have the qualifications to do so. And the people who stay are the ones who actually are okay with the system being the way it is. And that's why it doesn't change. 
I say that's a that's a complicated problem. So it's a vicious cycle. It's like yeah. feeding off. Yeah. Just, like, just yeah. a follow up question on that. Do you have a political party that the youth has, um, the the for the youth to convene or to put an ideology together? Every party has a youth uh, um, club or something like that. Right. But um, I would say, like some of the youngest parties, which were. Uh, 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 created uh, not, uh, recently uh, they just emerged in the last uh, in the last few years um, one of the main ones is uh, called citizens in a, in a state uh, which has a, a worked out uh, a plan for for the financial and uh, economic crisis in Lebanon and societal and uh, which is unusual for yeah, a party <laughs> yeah because political parties they never they never go they never have election plans in Lebanon uh, you just uh, You vote for someone because your dad voted for his dad, and your grandfather po- voted for his yeah. grandfather. Okay, so who calls who calls an election? Who calls an election? Like, is it like a political party that call, like is there? Do you have like an election commission, or is it like a five-year term? Who calls so an election? It's uh, basically uh, on a six-year term, uh, but uh, the way it's become lately, uh, because of the, how lazy the political life is becoming. And because of the, that, the political parties are afraid of being uh, replaced. replaced. Uh, they only call for elections when they're sure that they are going to win it. So if uh, if there is a crisis in the country, they would say now is a crisis. There's this, this is not the time to ha- to hold an election. Right. And um, whenever they uh, they know that okay, we have a, a pretty powerful grip on on people, uh, they call for an election as if to confirm their authority, you know, over people. But it's actually basically becoming a, or it's become a dictator. dictatorial country okay. yeah by a bunch of people are there yeah. any communists in in lebanon though yeah but um, yeah you, you should also know that the things don't mean what they actually what they normally <laughs> mean in lebanon <laughs> so we also have a socialist party but it's actually known as the party for the sect of the druze which is very weird because it has nothing socialist about it when and the structure of it is sectarian yeah yeah yeah, yeah. by by definition It should be, uh, you know, a socialist party. This is a international concept, but uh, in yeah, Lebanon, it became it became one of just like another uh, uh, traditional party, uh, you could call it. Yeah. So just uh, one religion, and uh, there is one leader, and that is the grandson of the uh, original leader, or whatever, <laughs> you know. But wouldn't you call citizens of a state like a bit socialist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, there is a communist party in Lebanon. But um, yeah, how communist is it? Because yeah. people also in Lebanon, they when they think communist, they immediately think communist equals Russia. leftist equals the guys. Uh, yeah, for example, in the Christian community uh, or most of it, the guys we fought about, we fought against during the civil war. So for them, they don't even know what communist means. For them, it's just an insult. Oh. If you call someone a communist, you're tra- you're insulting him. Right. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> and that's how that's this is the level of of uh, political awareness. I see. Yeah, more more than that, they kind of see it as a, uh, a cancellation for the religion in a way. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, they see it also as an anti-religion uh, oh, ideology. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Okay, guys, I think it's been an hour now. Um, shall we take a break and then reconvene? Yeah, yes. yeah so we'll nice. stop the recording. Save it. I have one last. I have one and last question. What 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 was? Yeah, go for it. What was on? Uh, like when the Six Day War happened, right? between like Israel and all the bloody uh, states wherever whatever what was Lebanon's like role in it was Lebanon being bombed was Lebanon being occupied like what happened like 
Oh, but you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not informed enough to. Uh, no. <laughs> say anything about that. I have no idea what, what happened war? then. Six day war against Israel. Oh. Because there's. Did Lebanon participate? Egypt, uh, Syria, Lebanon. I think they, they did participate in one of the wars. I think it was. I think it was the first one. What year was that? <clears throat> uh, one of them was in the sixty-seven. I think. Is it this is the war where invaded um, Lebanon till Beirut. Huh? Some part of the time Israel invaded into uh, Beirut. Uh, yeah, into Beirut. What? No, no, that was in the eighties during oh. the civil war. They oh, did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they what? they made it all the way to Beirut. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know this. <laughs> and then you wonder why 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 organizations such as Hezbollah and Hamas exist. I mean, if your if your house is just free ground for tanks to to roam back and forth, God. at some point you start believing in whatever bullshit that that makes it stop. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know this, man. I didn't know this. Oh God. Yeah. Okay, so maybe all of you disliking Israel as a state is the unifying factor for Lebanon, dude. You never know. Like. I mean, <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that because Israel had very good relations with the uh, with the Christian parties during the civil war. Mostly, oh, really? Okay. They were they were doing their work for them, <laughs> right? Fighting the Palestinians right. away from their own land, right? <laughs> uh, and that's probably wh- where they they secured their their weapons from in the first place. I see. Yeah. And their training. All right, we'll reconvene. Um, um, so yes. please, please save the recording and then yeah, we'll yeah. save this audio. Uh, the and second place is for Vishnu because he he never does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, we'll reconvene.